It's time for the Team Bear Sports Podcast. Welcome back to the Team Bear Sports Podcast. First time in a while we've had all three of us. We had me a few weeks ago with uh, just terrible, terrible diarrhea. And then we had Tim last week sleeping through an episode. Now, now we're all back. We just needed a couple of weeks to gather it up and just... Holidays are hard on you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So but we're, we're here. We're here to discuss last week or Monday Night Football and the atrocity that was the Chicago Bears. Um, so I guess, I mean, the Bears lose the Minnesota Vikings on Monday Night Football. I, I'm counting it that they only scored three points, even though they did get a touchdown at the end of the game. It was a three-point effort from the Chicago Bears. I didn't um, even know they scored that extra touchdown until the next day when I saw Bleacher Report oh, yeah, had sure. it as the I final. Think- well, I mean, I was like walking out of the bar. Don't like walking me. out. Like walking out of the bathroom, I saw these the play, and then I was talking to like some people who I met at the bar who were also Bears fans, and like we all were like, "Oh, this was so nice. We should like meet up again." And like went to bed, and then the next day I saw on Bleach Report Bears lost seventeen and nine. I'm like, "When the fuck did they get a touchdown?" And then I saw, yeah, Game I'm with you, close. Kevin. Yeah, so they, they scored nine points, and then I'm I'm gonna read the stat that you put in the uh, the notes. And we've mentioned this numerous times, but now that we've got it in writing and we've got it nicely, yep. crisply written, Matt Thank Nagy you. now has 27 games. So basically two seasons worth um, in which the Bears have scored less than 20 points in that time. He's had an 8-19 record, including playoff games. Nagy both, has, times, both times they've been in the playoffs, they've scored less than 20 points. Yep. Nagy has coached 64 total games, including the playoffs. So 42% of the games have ended with the Bears scoring less than 20 points. 42% is a lot. So And here's the thing. If you're 42% under 20, is there any way that we can find out? I'm sure it's on the internet or whatever, or at least basically by the end of his tenure. Maybe we'll do that for the last game. What is his average point score a game? Because oh, I, this took I, me this took me about twenty minutes to do just to make sure every like yeah. thing was like lined up and I went through like all their scores from twenty eighteen to now. It it took me about twenty minutes. I think we could we could definitely can we, do it. Can, yeah, can we do this? Sure. Can we do average points scored a game at the yeah. end of his tenure, like compared to like Dick Duran and like other people like that? I mean, that'd be it's possible. That's I I mean I could do that. For sure. But yeah, because and and we kind of just mentioned this, that that nine points. Do you really you, count it? And I mean, that it against it the Cardinals. Counts. Oh, no, it counts. But he gets bailed out by these last minute touchdowns. I mean, and the Saints times, playoff how game. Many, how many times uh, in like 2018 were some of those points because of the defense scoring a touchdown? Right. Well, well, and and do we do we discredit all the points scored um, from the San Francisco game where he was not on the sideline? He doesn't get those points. He wasn't there, right? I mean, pretty, technically, high, pretty high he, game. he technically is the coach. I think just that out of data integrity, you just 
keep it all the same. Oh, otherwise, absolutely. Otherwise, it'd be way too hard. It'd be way too hard. I mean, but it's, how many it's, points does this is a we do this a lot again? The Graham touchdown, Graham touchdown at the Saints, Graham touchdown against the Cardinals, then the Holtz touchdown. Um, just you know, on Monday, like we get these pity points at the end of the game, like it's. It, but um, yeah, I would. I mean, it has to be under twenty. There's no way it's As a not. total. No, I would. I would say the average is like twenty-two, twenty-three. But there's a lot of games where we don't even score ten. It's it's like the. It's I, not good. Always, I mean, here's in today's NFL. If you're scoring, if you're averaging twenty-two points, that's still not good. I'd say I, it's like eighteen point one. But the thing is, he's got a lot. I was looking it up. He does have a lot of outlier games. Um, so I, I, I dug deep a little bit more. So in 2018, including the playoffs, they had four games where they scored less than 20 points. Their record was three and one 28, 2019, they were three and six, uh, 2020, they're one and six. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The record of these is, is what the record, their wins loss record. I'm sorry for not saying it. So they had four games in 2020, or I'm sorry, 2018, where there were, and that's all. The only we still loss, won games. Yes, yeah, the only loss that they had where they scored less than 20 points was the playoff game against the Philadelphia Eagles, which was weird. 2019, they had nine games where they scored less than 20 points. They were three and six. 2020. They had seven games, including the playoffs. They're one and six. In 2021, currently they are one and six when scoring less than 20 points. Showing you that your defense ain't gonna win you the game if you're no, under 20 no. points. I mean, it, it's Jesus not like Christ. the. It was. I I had to like recount it like three or four times just to make sure I was accurate. Cause like. <sighs> <laughs> it's just like wait, like like am I redoing this? I'm like yeah, it matches. And then did I'm your like, did your drop like jaw just like drop lower and lower as you were crunching all these numbers? You're just like, no, like start out. It's always curious. I, I've been thinking about I've, I've been thinking about doing this for a while, and I did it like at like right after work today, like at around like five thirty six o'clock. And I was like, do you know what? What it is it? Because we always talk about like, oh, I think it's like 24, 25 now. Like we weren't ever really sure. I'm like, do you know what? Fuck it. They were under 20 points again. I'm just going to count it. So I went all the way to 18, counted it. I was like, wow, they only had four games. And I was surprised that they were three and one in 2018. Yeah, those are outliers. <laughs> yeah, and it's weird that they do have a couple high scoring games between 2018 through 2020. Where they won and lost, it was just like, damn, they like they were putting up points, but they would lose or they would find a weird. But those are like such outliers. So um, are those, is, 2018 is also the year that they had like a, a crazy amount of uh, takeaways as well. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Such a, that's a crazy year. It wasn't just takeaways, but it was like five or six of them were touchdowns too. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, they I don't think they ever had a special teams touchdown until Grant's. I, that was a crazy stat of just the NFL to know that that was the first punt return. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. But I, yeah, it's, has that even been a thing? What week fifth, thirteen? The first. I mean, punt I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised. 
but like I knew because I know we always I mean, we haven't talked about it, but like it's kind of like a known thing. It's just like kickoff returns aren't going back. Right. Because, you know, they, they moved up where the kicker kicks off and, you know, the guy just you know puts it in the end zone. Um, I know those are rare, but, you know, kick returns are extremely rare. Punts. I mean, I feel like you get a guy out of his lane or your guy cuts back and creates the wall like they did with Grant and, you know, he's gone. You know, it happened maybe a little bit more frequently, but yeah, it's, it's not good stats. I'm curious to see what it's going to be the last three weeks of the season. Um, I'm curious now what the average is of the total scores, like definitely just, you know, add them up and then divide it. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like at 21, 20, anywhere between 21 to 22 points, you know, per game, just cause like there are a lot of outliers with Nagy. Like there, there were times like they did score like 50 points a couple times in the forties, but those were so long ago. It's like a different lifetime. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, the past, I guess, I'd say the past two and a half years, it's, it was rough looking at. Yeah. So the, the, so the, I'm the reason that we scored only nine points and I'm still counting it as three. It's gotta be because of all these turnovers and I just watching the bears in the red zone. It just pains me. Like it's horrible. So what, what do you guys think about the turnovers and the, the red zone offense? Is this the worst red zone offense that you've seen from a Bears team in the last 20 years? Hold yeah, on to the ball and catch the ball. We can't do it. I don't know what. Bad, bad penalties, too, at, like, the worst time. Right? Ah. Like, it's the second one, and you, like, Kev, we talked about this last week. You know, you're on the two-yard line, and you get a false start, and you go to the seven-yard line. It's just like, fuck, we can't score. We're at the, yeah. se- we're at the seven, eight-yard line. That's That might as well be in Europe. <laughs> like. Not so much in the second half, but in the first half. I mean, no, he struggled in the second half, don't get me wrong, but Fields might have had – because, you know, I don't count those, like, Brown games and all this, like the beginning, you know, when he first started. That might have been one of one of his worst performances in a half, the first half. He, him on itself, he was killing us in that first half. And then he started opening up and all that, but I, I'm not usually critical of him just because I know the, the dumpster yeah, fire like, that he's in, but, but wow, like there are, throw there the are, ball. There are, there are, like, things that, yeah, like he does do. Like, he wasn't high today or on Sunday or Monday. Like, he wasn't throwing high, like, originally like what he was doing. Dude, he fumbles it way too much. And I heard an interesting stat. He's got majority, Daniel Jones uh, fumble stats. He's got like almost 20 fumbles, right? So the two like two major quarterbacks today, you know, Kyler Murray and um, Josh Allen, they had huge fumbling issues their first year. And actually, they fumbled more in their second year. Uh, oh, it's only going to get worse. A lot of. A yeah, lot of so that's why I was I was I listened to that when I was working out. and I'm just like. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Knowing just because watching Cardinal games, a lot of Ky- Kyler's, uh, a lot of Kyler's fumbles because their center was a piece of shit, and um, so they had a new, they got a new one this year, and it would always be over. His, I mean, you as you can imagine, there would be a bunch of snaps over his head. So yeah, yeah the, the, one, the ball where he got hit, like, like he got hit in the funny bone, and he yeah. lost it. Yeah. The one Hold thing on. I would I'd like to see from. Uh, feels is that if there's some if no one's getting open which happens a lot in this offense 
Like he does not just go. Like that's something that he was doing that a little in the second half. But... Yeah, it, he, right. he, did he, did he did that with he did that with Green Bay. He did that with Green Bay. Like he like don't have him try and he tries to like extend the play so much and you don't have like the skill guys who are gonna get open and like find that space. Just if just kind of do the Mitch. If he's not there on your first or second read, then you just gotta go because you have the athletic talent to just hit the hole and get these big chunk I yards. Think the two frustrating. Pl- there's three really frustrating plays I had with him and I'm not going to count like the fourth and one bus play. Like we can go back to that. But the first one was like on a third and two and they had Montgomery out. He comes out, he does that, you know, out pattern and he tosses it to him like four yards, like out of his reach. It's just like, dude, like you make that throw Montgomery had some room to run to probably get another, you know, six, seven yards. And then the next play, you know, they get the field goal blocked. So it's like you don't get anything out of that. And then the two sacks that he had were like and the sack where he jumped and then didn't throw it. And what are you like doing? On the, how do you get sacked on a screen play? Like the whole point <laughs> is to let them come the in and you just pop it over their head. It's just like you got to know that, man. Like, yeah. And then the one where he rolls around, he, he scrambles, and then he cuts back into the middle of the field and gets sacked. It's just like, Justin, launch it out of bounds. You got to throw the ball. Yeah. And, and, and I, I, sacks, it sucks because you, play, you also hard. have these drops. Uh, like, yeah. holy hell, Cole Komet can't catch. The only time Cole Komet makes a catch is when it's third and 15 and he's doing like a five-yard route. Uh, Mooney drops the ball. Uh, Bird, holy shit, that guy can't catch for for anything. Um, that one at the the one at the end of the game where you're just like he had, the punt. Uh, no, no, after the the one that was like he a did snow. do that too. And but yeah, yeah he it just like first. I mean, there's so many balls where it's like an you know you're right at the sticks or beyond it that get dropped. And yeah, I understand that some of them. Every time he'd be like, ooh, you know, whatever. But even like that, even, even the Jimmy Graham drop in the in the end yeah. zone, it's just like, dude, you're a tight end. Go up and get the ball. Like, or, or you know, use your body. I mean, are we thinking? I mean, like, does does he, does Cole Komet have to have like an unbelievable season next year to not be considered kind of he, a bust? He doesn't have a touchdown this year. I think he needs he needs to be like in the in the conversation at least for me as a Pro Bowler being like wow like you know he doesn't have to be on the team but he has to be like in the discussion I mean, like to be fair Kev, like, Kev, 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 like, I, the bum word and he might be one and I like the guy we, we I, I like the guy but wow like technically he's had more catches he's got one hand in like a fingerless glove before he's gonna be called yeah, the bum like he he has he has been actually more productive. I think what hurt him is he came out really Last early. He's a young, he was a young junior. Yeah. And Monday though was probably his worst performance blocking that he's ever had. Holy hell. He was terrible. Yeah. I, he was, I don't know. Like we've talked about with Cole. I don't know. how. Don't, many don't, you know, he's one of our listeners, but don't, don't call my dad Glenn about Cole. If you do not want to hear terrible <laughs> words. He, he, he does it, not. What is it? Each week it's either he can't get off. A guy, right? For separation, gets an untimely catch or blocking. Like the three things you're supposed to do as a tight end, <laughs> right? And you're below average on all of them. 
And he's a second round pick, which you're like, I mean, I know we and mentioned I get, it last like, week. I get he's our, he was our first round pick of that draft. I get the argument the that, you know, Cole came out as a junior, but he was a young junior, right? Given his like age of birth. And technically like a person like Kelsey and Kittle didn't come in the NFL when they were like, until they were like 23. So he's still like maturing as an adult, but <sighs> the fans don't care about that. Like, I know a lot. I know a lot of young guys like, in the yes, NFL who can make is, a catch. Yeah, like stat wise, I get like he is younger going into the NFL than both Kittle and Kelsey. But if the NFL fans will not care, he might I, get uninvited from uh, tight end university. He might not get his. Uh, I'd be willing to uh, crunch the numbers on this one, Jackson. All the quarterbacks that are in this league five years or less, and and look at their tight end numbers compared to what our tight and like. Oh, it's I, it just seems like it seems like young quarterbacks can rely on a no-name tight end for a year in fantasy football, and they do well. Who the hell is Dawson Knox? Okay, he's he's good, you know. Like, like there's games where their tight end will take over. Cole Komet has not not even once had. You that know, game. there's there's a few games in the mid part of the season where it's just like you know he gets you like I I would because I picked him up one time in fantasy as like an emergency guy because my tight tight end was out, but um. You know, like he had a couple games where it's like, you know, 11 points, 10 points. You're like, okay, okay, let's see, see what he's doing. And then just drops. Nothing. Can't get in a rhythm. Um, and you can't even give him the excuse of like, well, he's the fifth option on the field. No, he's, he's, he's like, the guy. He's probably two. <laughs> he's he's the guy. And, if and he, he doesn't never, turn it around, like we're screwed because we need can't to keep get. keep wasting picks on tight ends. We need to go get a receiver in free agency next year. And then if you're telling me the year after that, we need to go get an, a tight end. Not good. Not good. Like we can't, like he is probably the most important pass catcher on our team in the sense of who we need to develop. Yeah. I think, I think Mooney is who he is. Like, I think yeah, Mooney's no going to be. The one that scares me about Mooney is his stats. So I saw this on Twitter this week. Uh, so Mooney last year had about a point and a half percentage of plays that he would drop the ball. And that's gone up to about seven and a half, eight percent chance that he drops the ball this year. So that's that's not good. But a good and, and he's seeing different kind of coverage good, that he hopefully yeah. never gets to see because a hopefully good, we can get a guy. A good safety valve for a quarterback who, you know, you might have a receiver who's maybe dropping off a little bit, not saying Mooney's dropping off, but you know, he's maybe coming back down to earth a little bit is a good tight end, right? They're your safety valve. They're the guys who are going to get you those eight, nine yards, move the chains. You no, know, oh, Matt is great getting eight yards when it's third and 20. <laughs> yeah. He had like two of those this past week. It's like, Hey, great. You got me 14 yards. I swear to God. That's where he gets all of his yards. And you're just that's, like, that's, man, what sucks I... about, like, that's what sucks about like fantasy football. It's just like, man, he got me, like 17 points this week, but I'm like, in garbage time and like second and 30 and i'm that's absolutely insane too i mean obviously it's not insane when we have all the red zone problems but you know basically our, our high highest pick that year and you don't even have a touchdown yet yeah two last year right i, I think, think so and he barely got used last year that which is another issue and like it's like we're kind of like in rookie 1.5 season and it's just like dude we can't we need yeah, you to be we needed you to be but a I guy think, that can help our young guy what's frustrating with the whole tight end situation 
I think we could have like an entire week about tight ends, is that they're not allowing other competition to be used, right? Jesper Horstad, granted, I don't, I didn't know he had a touchdown because I saw him catch the ball and fall that's, forward. That's it didn't look like he was in the end Justin zone. Justin Fields' first passing touchdown. He's got two touchdown passes. And I get that there, that one was in garbage of the garbage times, but he caught a contested ball in the end zone. It's got to count for something. Well, and and obviously the connection they had during the regular season, or sorry, the preseason. Like you just at this point, why aren't you trying out options? Yeah. Especially like, when you have no no pass catchers, and especially when you have Robinson out, you have uh, uh God damn it, Marquise uh, Goodwin good out. You got and then Jakeem Grant goes out. Like, dude, you need some other stuff. Because it, you're not getting it from 85, and you're not getting it from 80. And you see it around the like around the league. They're putting in these young guys that they have, have a connection with. Uh, Jackson, you'll know his name. The tight end from uh, the Steelers. Oh, Fryermuth. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's a rookie this year, I believe. Correct me yep. if I'm wrong. Yep. And he's got a, he's got a connection with Big Ben. And I don't think they were expecting him to be this great production on no, offense. No, no. Like, he was good at Penn State, but I did not think – I thought he'd be, like, an okay – you know, rookie tight end, like an okay rookie tight end is what I expected like Cole Komet to be like last year, you know, get probably 30, 40 catches, maybe two or three touchdowns. What, Fryermuth has got like five or six touchdowns this year? Yeah, you're looking for him yeah. in that uh, red zone, just like. Yeah, two against what us I on a Monday night. Huh. <laughs> Well, you know, it's not all in, uh, not all horrible on the offensive line. There were some good things, or a good thing, I think, that happened is that Tevin Jenkins looks like he is the badass motherfucker that we want on the offensive line, who still is in his only second game, had a couple of penalties, but... He had just three that. a game. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid <laughs> mistakes, but every other play, man, he was getting... Good separation, even just the first, one the hand. First play, the first play of the game where he got the holding, like, that negated that, like, 15-yard run. It's like, oh, like, my God. Like, here we go again. And you're like, please, not 76. Please, oh, not 76. Oh, I knew it was him, too, because he extended his arm on the outside yeah. shoulder. I'm like, I was like, man, that's ticky-tacky. But I'm like, that is He looks good, old. though. And if he looks good like He settled this, down. He yeah, settled and down. he looks good besides the penalty dumb plays. He looks the good. Starts. for, And if starts. this is a guy – that looks this good after a year of back surgery. I'm excited to see what he looks like week one and next year. No, he's never, he's never played left tackle. He's always a right tackle. And he looks pretty natural at it. Besides, you know, I, I and, think he might be a bright tackle. And just, I would love if he's just that mean streak. Like obviously we saw with this penalty at, after the hit. Yeah, what on, do we feel uh, about that? Did you guys like that? At that I point feel like, game, I I feel like in my take is I wish I never saw him with glasses because seeing him without glasses in the field, he looks dopey. And <laughs> I can't not see it, you know? Like, he needs something on his face. He needs the Rex specs. Yeah, he needs something. And like, it, and it's – but, like yeah. Like the 80s, I, 80s basketball look. That was such bullshit because, the like, first of all, I, I understand. Like, maybe, you know, you, he didn't get to see the play, so he's just standing up for – fields and then there's like four vikings in front of him where the hell is our team and then, that's the thing that he, yeah he's getting a lot of praise on twitter 
Yeah. And Jermaine Effetti is getting roasted because, like, because he, he yelled at Jenkins and was just the like, Vikings "Where the hell player, is everyone else?" The Vikings player hit him first, and he retaliated. That should have yes. been a, that should have been offsetting penalties or nothing and, or nothing called. Then you hear Justin Fields say, "I like what he did. He just needs to do it a little bit smarter." Because Justin Fields has been on his ass all season, and nobody's done that shit for him. When, yeah, once I, I think, saw once I saw Olin Krutz just like point out like say that's what I love about this kid like then I was reassured that that's it was obviously the penalty is not what you want but that's a great great take that take that penalty to, yeah, every game if great you look to forward it. to what we could have take that yeah penalty. And, and I think you know Kev we've talked about it and we'll talk about it more and like I think there's pieces on the offensive line you know I think their saving grace is that they're young. They're not aggressive yet. Whitehair and Daniels have not really had the best. I didn't know it was young. Daniels like he's up. I didn't know he's that. Up this year. Yep. Yep. He's I up. did not know that. And he's I was like, you gotta be kidding me. You got but we that's 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 money that we gotta spend right there because you need yeah, to spend like, I get he is he has not had the best year. Um and Whitehair hasn't either, and neither has uh, Mustaford. I, I think Mustaford's gone. Kevin and I talked about it a lot last week. Is that you? You know, your first, your second round draft pick might be a center or a guard because you got to shore up that offensive line. I think if Borman Jenkins can be the tackles that you get, that's huge. And what I like about Jenkins is like, I feel like every great athlete has had like a great enforcer to like watch their back. You know. Jordan had a couple enforcers, you know, you touch Jordan, you're going to get hit. The one that comes to mind the most is like Gretzky, like Gretzky could never win titles. And then they put like two big guys by him. It's just like, okay, you hit Gretzky. We're going to fight you. And like, you need that. You need to protect your superstar at like, at all costs. All he needs to start doing now is learning how to like chug beer really fast. And then he's golden. Like he's golden. Yeah. And he can go to any bulls game and boom, done. I'll be loved in the city of Chicago if he, if and, he can and do like, that. I texted you guys. I'm like, Jenkins is like the definition of like a raw rookie. Like you could see the athletic potential. You could see like the anger and the fight. It's just maybe the technique or like the speed isn't right there yet. But you're like, yeah, this kid's it's like, just said back surgery, man. Yeah, like, too. yeah. Like he's well, and it's not like he's complete ass. Like if he was complete ass, but he was like a, like banged with all the other uh, guys that were messed with fields. You'd be like, okay, he's like that kind of player. Like yeah. he sucks, but he has that, right. He has if, that. If the uh, only, if the one negative doing, is right okay. now that he does stupid bonehead penalties, hopefully maybe not with the visor. I mean, his, guy, his first, but his hopefully first someone comes in and fixes it. Yeah. His first game, you know, having two holding calls, like, but like also the bears didn't do him any favor, like not having like a chip or running back there to help. Right. That's scheme. That's just smart play from a coach to help your guy, <laughs> you know, succeed. It's called and making after, adjustments. After, after back surgery. I don't and, get and it. And that's, and that's good on the Packers to be like, hey, we're going to exploit this rookie left tackle. You know, we're going to welcome to the NFL. Um, <laughs> but I like him, and I think he will um, – I think – you know, once he gets that speed up, I think he's gonna be loved here, right? I'm not. I, yeah. Oh, I agree. I'm not. He has gonna the potential to be loved here. I'm not gonna make any harsh criticisms of any of our star rookies, um, or first round pick rookies until Visorman's gone. I think that's a 
huge factor in how everyone is playing that I will, I'm not going to really take too much of a harsh think, look at these guys until I think one we thing get I like about Fields is like his press conferences, right? Like, Hey, it's on me. We got to get better as a team. We got to clear up these penalties. Maybe, you know, we punish ourselves like by doing laps like we did at, uh, at Ohio state. Like he gets it. He takes, he's not afraid to criticize himself and stand up for himself either. But you know, like how many times before, like we just heard the same blah, blah, blah crap, you know, someone just oh, take yeah, ownership. It's, it's ship. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, the best uh, thing that Fields said this year was the, his comment on Jenkins last week where everyone was ragging him and he said, hey, man, in my first game I had one passing yard, so like, yeah. like yeah. Let, let's, let's <laughs> move on. Him. That's the best thing him. that he's ever I, said. And I'm like, man, I forgot that was his first game. Yeah, and I I'm forgot like, that, that was Yeah, first and game. I'm like, man, like, please let this guy be good. Just <laughs> he's please, got a, because he's so cool. He's so cool. Here's the thing. God, damn. I, was, I was talking to my buddy. Like, can you imagine if Jenkins and Fields both hit? Like, get yourself a long-term left tackle and a long-term quarterback. Oh my God! Like, thank you. Because normally, average receivers, average up, receivers but... will look better with those two. Those are your two most important positions on the offense. Is a good left tackle and a good quarterback. And and any normal quality organization, you would be right. In this organization, yeah. it's it, a crap. It's Borum. It, we forget about Larry Borum. Larry Borum might be the a really good right tackle. So let's let's like I think there are pieces here, like we've said a million times, <clears throat> but it's just like this cloud. If Fields, if Fields can go into the into the workroom and with a new coach and learn the game and how to get the ball out quicker and quicker. This offensive yeah. line will not have problems like they did in the beginning of the and season I think this year. I think it's also because running right. the ball, we get some push, man. Yeah, there are definitely better run blockers. Um, I, I, I definitely like them being young helps, right? Like Daniels is only 24 years old. You know, he came in the NFL. He was 20. You know, talk about an Earl. Like Which an, is why I was, my mouth was like, wait, what? We have to pay him? Yeah, I thought he was like 27, 28 or no, something he's, like that. No, he, he came ah. in the NFL when he was 20. He, talk about a young junior at Iowa. Um, Whatever, I'll pay him because I got 18 million uh, from Robinson off the fucking books. So <laughs> yeah. that guy can, that guy what, what did you guys, what you guys think of uh, Jalen Johnson's comments last week about guys, you know, clocking out and ready for vacation? didn't even know that happened until the game and i was just like yeah bro and and i you know i like you know i'll always like secondary players that are good uh but man it's your second year let somebody else say that it also sounds weird coming from the guy who got who was complaining about getting fined from being late to practice or whatever that was earlier in the season. You put that out in the stratosphere by tweeting it. Like, yeah, that's, it seems it's like, are yeah, you, yeah, you, a little early are you trying to make up for that? Or are you like, you're are, a rising star or rising or you're a, a budding star or I don't know. You're a rising player. I'll say that. I mean, and he's like a moody to me. Let, let, and he wouldn't say it, but like, let Robert Quinn say that, you know, like let, if if Mac was still on the field, let him say that. Let Hicks, who probably knows that he's not gonna be a Hicks bear next gone. year, 
let let's let's let him say that. Oh, guess what? Those three guys didn't say it because focus on you, dude. Like focus on your your shit. You only say something like that when you know. Like it's just weird. Like if did we you were, guys <laughs> did you guys listen to the interview? If we were a really good team, I did not. if we were a good team, if if Jalen Johnson was like on the 2018 Bears and then he said that on the 2019 Bears, okay, maybe get it. Okay, maybe get it. But dude, yeah. we weren't we weren't anything last year either. So like, I don't know. I don't. I like him. You limp, but, you limp into the playoffs. Yeah, I don't like. I, I, him. Lis- I, I, listen I don't to like the interview. I listened to the interview. I, like, I didn't really think it was that big of a deal. Like, it's it's honest. Like people are tired, Ooh, they're burnt out. Is he talking about the defense? Because who's dogging it? Because it's not fifty-eight. I would say Eddie. I would say Eddie Goldman. Well, Eddie Goldman's not going to be a bear, so. Oh, he's gone. He's a fucking. He idiot. looks. He looks terrible. You know, I get that you sit out a year last year because of COVID. That's fine, but to be on two times the COVID nineteen protocol list and then still not get vaccinated and then get and, on yeah, and Blackson's like, coming in. Hicks was having a field day on the, on that center. Yeah. And then so was Blackson, who's your backup coming in and getting out on the third string. Tonga. And, and then Tonga's your seventh yeah. round pick. And, he's and then, well. and then Goldman comes in and dude, he like just gets off the line and stands up. Like he just gets pushed back. How about him getting, um, him getting like stiff armed by their backup running back when he had him wrapped. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying, like, who else is dogging? I mean, uh, probably our second linebacker, maybe. I don't know. Like, our, our our secondary that's, like, all hurt and stuff. Like, I'm just like, I think we're just not that good, Jalen. I just yeah. I don't think I don't, I don't think anyone's dogging it. I just think he's that we're not good. Like, like, he's confusing effort and talent. Cause like, like, Vildor, I assure you, he's trying. That's just, just him trying. It's just not good. I mean, yep. how, how bad is it that you are the only starting – you were the only starting guy. Bill Dor, Bill Dor, yeah. Tim, Tim is like you the, and I. Like we yeah. were the best, but damn it, we're gonna try. Yeah. Even though we're he, gonna get ran over. <laughs> listen to this, Jackson. He was the only starting secondary guy out there at the beginning from the beginning of the season who made the starting roster, and he was still the worst one on the field. I know. He's terrible. Not good. I think Jalen Johnson, like, maybe the that it's, didn't it's getting it. to his head that he's being shown that he's pretty good, but it's because no one else on his secondary is good. So maybe he feels like he's got an inflated ego because he's getting complimented like, wow, Jalen Johnson whoa, looks great. Whoa, whoa. So yeah, you look there's, great. There's, there's, a there's, a new, there's a new player in town. There's a new corner in town. Let's see how do you how how are you against Devontae Adams or Tyreek Hill all the time? I start playing basketball no. with the in the seventy year old men's league. I'm gonna be looking yeah. good too. Doesn't matter, Kev. There's a new corner in town. Mr. Graham. Does does he have a pick this year? Let's talk about the defense. We haven't talked about them. Graham's game, baby. Tim, that's your new boy. Um, The best thing that Thomas Graham can do, the best thing that he can do. Don't um, be an idiot. No, no, no. uh, This is my advice to him, not for the Bears. Um, You know. Maybe, play for a maybe, team. maybe, maybe put your put your hands somewhere where a weight's gonna get put down or something. Get a stupid injury because 
You hit your peak, dude. You hit your peak out of the practice squad. You had you, you could finagle this into you know a potential into a because the Matt Flynn deal for corners. Dude, straight yeah, you need to do that. Like there's you know no his, way. Do you know what his stat line was? Dude, he had like a 90 some odd grade on PFF. Yeah, he had a 90 grade, but he had 7 tackles and 3 pass breakups. He was everywhere. That's an awesome and game. Almost an interception, too. <laughs> he was everywhere. And, again, I, don't get me wrong. I, I did text the group. I'm like, I'm getting his jersey. And I, I think I said Robert Graham or something. Because I didn't I was, even know. I, I, didn't even I had a lot I of. It, I thought that was his actual name. Yeah, they said it on the broadcast. And I was like, who the hell Mo- is this Monday guy? night, besides Sunday night football, the other, whatchamacallit, the other programs don't do a good job of, like, announcing what players are what, you know? And I, I must have missed the Bears defense. So like, I was like, oh, this Robert Graham guy is doing really well. And then this, you texted it like two minutes later, like Thomas Graham. This this backup, you know, no name, uh, misfit, the, the, the misfit toys on that one <laughs> island. That, <laughs> they, that's, were. <laughs> they were the Rudolph <laughs> the island of misfit toys. Was that, like was, that was our secondary. And they played better than our secondary has all year. There are, our safeties and cornerbacks are the choo-choo with square wheels, just putting Steve around Tabor, the field. I the, doll, the doll with one eye. <laughs> I thought I thought Tease Tabor wasn't good. He got absolutely screwed by that that third down. That that whole drive where they had two third down conversions because of penalties. Oh my god! And I love I love Gibson the ninety nine. That was dumb. That was that, dumb. That's that was on dumb. coaching. That's on coaching. Yeah. That's discipline and coaching. Well, Jackson, Kevin, how many times are we going to talk about our fucking players punching some guy? What is going on? Why are we doing this? Like, how have we not learned? How do you not just, like, show, like, Miller's dumbass in the, in the, or Wim's dumbass in the, in the playoffs and and go, hey, guys, does anyone see these two players? Oh, they're gone. Okay, um, don't do this. Yeah. What it's are got, you doing? It's got to be something in the food or like the the trainers rubbing in some like just testosterone and like bang energy into their like creams or something. I don't know. It's maybe it maybe it's their coaching. It's just like do it, just do it. Fuck it. You want to be a badass? <laughs> they're like the Raiders, but they're not even like cool. Like they're the Raiders. some idiot. Like yeah, they're not like the '70s Raiders where they had like like the like throw a haymaker out of nowhere it's like and they could you know back it up because they were good like these guys are just like bums starting not even like and i get it that hicks kind of starts it all with his attitude that guy hates the vikings he hates dalvin cook he's always, oh he owns dalvin too yeah and it's just like i i get that you're kind of following this guy the D, the d line was playing besides eddie goldman was playing unbelievable which eddie is didn't why play. eddie didn't play eddie goldman did play bro i thought he was on covid you know you saw him play a couple you times. I thought he didn't play. I saw him play because I, I saw I saw a dude. I, I saw a dude. I thought he did not play. I thought he was on COVID protocol. Dude, there was some times Again. where I looked at a guy getting manhandled. I'm like, that's Eddie Goldman. I thought Go he was ahead. on COVID. The, the Bears are the least like scary team that just gets a bunch of. Uh, they're, they're, at least if you're gonna get a personal foul penalty, play. just like he had one destroy tackle. a guy. Don't he had one Goldman tackle. did play. Yeah, he had one tackle. He was on the field for 41 percent of the snaps. That's how bad he is, Jackson. You thought he didn't even play. 
That's how bad he is. Well, the thing is, he's been on COVID (laughs) protocols twice. Jackson, I'm not, I'm not actually, the the fact that you didn't know that he played is indicative on how bad he played. Yeah, I mean, and we said this at the beginning of the year with Eddie, is just like, oh, you know, he is getting older if he sits out a year, you know, that could help him. But if you're not in shape, because there's a huge difference between in shape and in game shape, clearly isn't in game shape. Dude, he got stood up by like their third string uh, running back on the line of scrimmage. Big fat guy. Yeah. It fat was pretty... old man. But the D line played great, man. Besides Goldman, like that's the reason why the secondary was able to uh, to flourish for sure. But Blackson's getting in there. Quinn's going after the record. I mean, uh, let's, Gibson, talk about, Gibson let's talk about is Quinn great. Really, really quick. Did any of us see Robert Quinn on the verge of breaking? Richard Dent's 17 and a half sack record. No, absolutely. I think you'd, you'd, you'd be lying if you thought that Robert Quinn was going to be this good. You might've thought like he had a bounce back year cause he was hurt or whatever, but you were not, no one would have thought this, which is one of the only, this is like, you're going to watch the next three games because of something like this, not because the bears. Cause are I want to, I want to see break the, yeah, I see he, the record. And I know this, obviously it's easy to kind of say that with, the 2000, you know, basically he's got the numbers, right? He's almost, you know, break the record or tie the record, right? He's got, he's but got an extra game to do it too. Is he better right now than Mac was in 2018 for the Bears? Um, I, my dad asked that, and I said, even with the sack numbers, Mac completely took over games. Mac caused fumbles, and he got a lot of holding calls too. Right. That's that's. And he, he doesn't, Quinn doesn't, yes, he does kind of now, but, you know, as soon as he walked in the door, 52 is, there's a game plan for 52 yeah. on the other side of the field. I mean, Mac, Mac was having a pretty good year until he, you know, hurt his foot. Like, he was at like seven or eight, like six or seven sacks. You know, they were Wait. facing each other. And that's like the frustrating thing. It's just like, damn, you can never get two pass what rushers if, what going if we at just the same get, time. What if we just get... A little bit of this Robert Quinn and Mac together, how they were get a, supposed and to get be a young, in 2020. Young, a young defensive tackle in the middle, too. And then you let some some young secondary flourish. I, I, I mean, I, I mean, here's the thing. When the Bears are good, Mac is going to be gone, right? <laughs> oh, but he'll, he's, he'll be he's retired. Gonna, he's going to be on the Quinn, team next year, and same thing Quinn, with Quinn. So at Quinn least we can watch but that. Like, but, like, they won't be at, like, a Super Bowl-level contending defense. Like when those other rookie pieces like pick it up, right? Like, because you're gonna still be cool. Uh, I'll still have fun watching it. Yeah, but it'll be it'll be nice. Like you can go in and just like strictly address offense in the off season in terms of like free agents or whatever. And if you have Mac and Quinn and whoever's gonna be their starting defensive tackle, Roquan, and then maybe you fill in the secondary with the draft pick, you're like better off. Like you don't have to like address. You're better off anywhere sides extremely right. you can really focus on the or, offense or like you know you look at you look at their like a person like tonga you know who's played well and like talk about a seventh grade draft pick value you know you get him more reps is he gonna be the heir apparent to hicks could be him and and hopefully we keep nichols i don't know if nichols has one more year or two I mean, I think they're going to need just like a high caliber linebacker to go with Roquan. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But then you, you need that. You need a strong safety. Um, I think all of, us, all of us would love a new free safety, but we're kind of locked up with that. Um, 
and then yeah, you need another corner, or maybe it's maybe it's Thomas Graham. I don't think it is, but hey, let's go. You know, I hope it is. I, <laughs> I <laughs> was, he was graded like as a first round pick, but his injuries I thought not hey, knocked him down. Where is he from? He went to Oregon, and then I saw like he he had this whole big old thing. He's like a really nice dude. He's got a whole family. I mean, they're pumping it out on the Instagram right now. So how old? Like how old? Like it's like his second year, third year. This is he's a rookie, dude. He's a rookie. We drafted him this year. He was supposedly supposed to be projected in mock drafts to the Chiefs at the thirty second pick. Oh, but, that's a value pick, baby. But injuries or something along those lines knocked that's him back. That's a kid. That's a kid you want to keep your eyes out on. That give Let's me those go. kids. Give me those what? kids who are hungry. And, 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 but do you, do you question the Bears evaluating staff? Yes, the, I was just gonna say that. How his? Yeah, if you know you, that, if he had this potential, even though injuries obviously play a role, but that same thing happened with Eddie Jackson. He was he was higher graded, but injuries knocked him back. How are you not even giving this guy a, a chance? And you've yeah, seen Bill you, and you've I seen was Bill literally Dorf thinking just... about asking this on the podcast literally Monday night, Tuesday. It was like, what? Why? How have we watched 22 be just a oh, sorry God. excuse for a, for He's a sorry. player? He is and, sorry. And no, I mean, is nobody actually watching the practice squad or what's going on? <laughs> There's no like way different. that Thomas Graham is worse than Kendall Vildor. There's no way no. he is. No, I, I mean, Vildor either gets burned or it's like the Chris Conti or like he does like an unnecessary roughness penalty that wasn't asked for. Like, it's like, like take, and, take people are, and people are tooting the horn of Sean Desai for looking good again with, with no secondary. But I'm also like, he wasn't at the, he wasn't at Hallis Hall all week. Yeah, he was out. It, was that the factor that he wasn't there? Like, no, I don't think it was that. Like, I mean, I don't know who's, who the final say is for like, Hey, bring him for the practice squad. Keep him there. Like maybe they just felt like Grant wasn't ready yet. Um, and like, they just wanted to save him. Maybe he was still banged up a little bit. That's why he was on the practice practice squad. You know, I, I have no idea. Don't get me wrong here. We still lost and we're still a bad team, but like, yeah, but this is are like, we the only NFL baseball? team where COVID's like making some of our positions better. <laughs> it, it just goes along with like the fact that we're we're still not seeing Jesper Horstead and the like the tight ends. That same reason is why we're not seeing Thomas Graham or Robert Graham. Um, I think it's on the field. Be Rob I think it's got to be Robert Graham. They said like, it on the broadcast, which is why <laughs> I said it. My, my grandpa, my my grandpa's best friend, his name is Bob Graham. Perfect. Hey Thomas, what's up? Uh, yeah, I'm here. Um, can you sign that? Oh yeah, yeah, but Robert, please, Robert Graham. Thank you. My name is Thomas. No, your name is Rob. If he You're sucks, if he sucks, he's going by Robert Graham the following week. So if he plays as Thomas Graham this week and stinks, he's going back. If he, to Robert if he Graham. sucks two weeks in a row, you know, Bob Graham, who I know, he's, I like, mean, 80, like, he's like 85 years old. There's no yeah, way I might they put Bob Graham in. back on the practice squad, right? He's starting or he's playing next game, right? He kind of earned it. If right? he doesn't play, then that's when you're really like questioning that's smoke alarms. <laughs> what do you got? The alarms are going. <laughs> I mean, what? You get three passes. Hey, hey, hey! Duke Shelley's back, okay? Duke <laughs> Shelley, though, is a grind. He's a, he's he's a grinder, man. Kendall Vildor's got to be like man. the coach's son vibe, or like he sucks, but he sucks, and the coach knows it. But he's gonna play him at shortstop anyway. That's Kendall Vildor. He's still gonna get the playing time. I mean, maybe it's maybe I it's guess, like bombs on the board. Well, that's what I'm asking. So, like, you know, starting play, you know, play one on the defense. 
next week. You know, in a season that's lost, you're out of the playoffs. He should be starting next week, right? I mean, what what do you have to lose? For three logical like this, people, I like, yes. I feel like this is like baseball, like September call-ups when your team is out of it. Like, all right, let's see what this backup catcher can do. Like, who wants to make a spot for next year? But that, like, seems like it makes too much and sense. That's a frustrating and thing. I feel like... That's the coach... thing. It makes too much sense. <laughs> it's just... Stop taking the easy answer. Like I said in one of our first podcasts, if the Bears had a chance at the greatest player of all time or the mystery box, they're going to take the mystery box. <laughs> I mean, just look at that. But the mystery box play. could be anything. It could even be a boat. The, a sure boat's thing, a boat. the sure thing of, hey, it's fourth and one. You have uh, David Montgomery. All you got to do is get a yard. That's the sure thing. Now we're going to fake a handoff on the wrong side of the running back and then do a bootleg. I just like how they so, put Mooney in the backfield. It's like, what the fuck are they doing? That was the sure worst. Thing. That was such a nagging thing. Like field, I get like Fields should have like got rid of the ball a little earlier, but like that play was doomed. Call a timeout because <laughs> everyone was like, dude, this isn't going to work, man. And that's and why I feel bad about him. I, I honestly, I commend some of these guys for even going through with that play. How are you not calling a kill kill or whatever the hell you got to do? To make it so like, hey, coach, this is a fourth and one. Uh, the guy, the, the guy is a buck eighty. Should not be doing this. I guess I heard somewhere that Montgomery's. First of all, Montgomery should have been in the play, but I guess like he had like problems with his helmet. So There's always problems with his hel- with helmets and speakers and then radios. Guess what? First Call of all, the running back the out. <laughs> you know what you do? You rip you rip the helmet off the guy. Just give him a the, Red Grange's helmet. <laughs> yeah, rip the helmet off the next guy and then put him in there. And it was funny because my wife had just got home and she's just like, how is Nagy doing? I'm like, well, he's fighting for the team. He's, he's, yeah, I mean, I made a, probably a fart noise, but I'm just like, I, I even said, I don't I'm think like, Nagy actually coached that bad. On no, no, no. Day. But I, yeah. but I, but, but she got, bad. she got, she got back and I was just like, I just have a feeling that he's overdue for something really stupid. Yeah. And, <laughs> and there it was. It's right on time. It's like, right on it's cue. like, it's like the Simpsons episode with yeah. Frank Grimes. And he's yeah, trying to impress ready, everybody. everybody. Get ready. He's about to do something stupid. He turns around, he knocks his coffee on the monitors, <laughs> and everything breaks. <laughs> like He's bound to do something stupid. Oh, well, you know what? Thomas Graham had a great game. Robert Quinn doing great things. Quinn is a pro bowler along with, um, what's his face? I can't think of it. Uh, Jakeem, Grant. Jakeem Grant. Which is insane. That guy should not be a pro bowler. Uh, had, that guy's had, an idiot. It was based off of that one game. But oh, 100%. A that name guy not ran on. around. That guy ran around 20 yards, lost his 20 but yards. But when you don't have a punt return touchdown and then you get you got, one, you I feel to. like you got he's got to be in it. But yes, we've been we've been critical on Jakeem Grant since he got here. I do like how he doesn't play with gloves, though. Yeah. That's kind of cool. So we have two pro bowlers. One name is off the list. For the second year in a row, Roquan Smith does not make the Pro Bowl again. He should he should be a Pro Bowler. He should have been a Pro Bowler every single year. He is in the top five for tackles. Is he? Did he get from six to five? I, I mean, I don't know. I think his number. Well, now gone. now I can actually look because we I was waiting for the games to be done. Um, uh, it, like on Tuesday, top Bobby, Bobby Wagner made it. I saw. Yeah. Oh, he's he's like he's in the top two for tackles. He's he's grandfathered in anyway. He's but Fred Warner I don't think is in. You don't think he made it. Uh, 
Parsons is in, which makes sense. Okay. Tackles. Wait a minute. Why does oh uh, why does when you go to our when you go to NFL.com and you search tackles, it immediately filters it to like who has the least amount. So I'm like, why is Devontae Adams on here with one? <laughs> Followed by Kendall Vildor. Roquan <laughs> Smith did make the top five. He's a he is fourth place with 140 tackles. Wagner 158. Um, can't even pronounce this one dude. Foyer Alukan uh, 152. Yeah. Um, and then Jordan Brooks 146. Who who made the the Pro Bowl? Like Wagner. Yeah. Wagner Parsons. Um, I, I don't know. They were just breaking it down by all the teams. The Colts had seven pro bowlers this year for a team. That's not even in first place. That's crazy. They're, they're hot right now. Yeah, I'm sure it's, I mean, sure it's a lot of interior linemen. I mean, I mean um, Micah Parsons, did, Leonard. did he get a, a pro bowl off of that, that Washington game? That's about it. I mean, he's not even on the top 20 for tackles. I, I mean, it's Dallas and he has had some big, Oh Parsons! Moments. Oh, he he deserves to be in for sure. He's unbelievable. He's he might he might win Rookie of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, but Roquan's better. As a pure linebacker, I would say Roquan. He's is. got seventy-six tackles. He he has almost half of the tackles that Roquan Smith has. And he how, much ta- how many tackles that Roquan have? One hundred forty. He's got 140 tackles. And, and 76 by Micah Parsons. You tell well, me. Well, you know, tackling's not a big role. They're gonna look backing. for. They're gonna look. They're gonna look for stat like sacks. He's got 12. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a shit ton. That's a shit ton. How many sacks does Roquan have? Three, four. But I mean, he doesn't get to get blitz. He doesn't. He doesn't I mean, blitz again, a lot. No. Yeah. So I mean, that's. I, but I get it. I get it. He does have it. He does have a touchdown though. Roquan yeah. does have a touchdown. It's like it's like giving a guy who has like ten touchdowns or twelve touchdowns in a season with only fifty receptions into the Pro Bowl compared to a guy who has like hundred and fifty receptions and like yeah six touchdowns. I mean, I I I just hope Roquan makes the NFL top one hundred list that they always come out every August and July. It's just like how the hell has he never been? I don't make it as an alternate. I just hope the Bears pay him. Yeah, he's up for his fifth. Well, he's up for his fifth year option. I would just extend him and give it. Get it over yeah. with. Make yeah. him a bear. Make him a bear yeah. for life. Yeah. Or at least for his next contract. I would like it for life. I mean, I love Roquan. Dude, guy just plays with a lot of heart. Um, Doesn't yeah, do anything dumb. That, that's that's a lot of BS. I mean, you know, just because just because he gets to go on the yacht with. Uh, Oh, God dang, what's her name? The one porn star or whatever. Just because of that, he doesn't get in the Pro Bowl? That's some bullshit. Oh, yeah, he's friends with her, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let my man go in the Pro Bowl. Let him go. Well, Kev, are the Bears even going to be able to see, beat the Seahawks or what? Um, I have said this to myself today and previous days after watching the Vikings game. I will not pick the Bears to win any of these upcoming games. I after seeing them play. What what did we pick for the Bears Seahawks? We picked I I had not even been on our game log in 
Or oh, uh, but I, I, I think we I, don't, picked I didn't have win. that pick. I, didn't I think we that. picked them to win. I think this was Jackson's pick, and I think we picked them to win. I don't think we did. It might have been me, actually. I, I know I had the, or maybe I had no, the I think Giants. I think it was a loss because I think we had them beating the Giants the next following week. So. I said the Giants were going to lose. Hold on. I'm pulling up our our drive. We got to update this. So I have not updated this at all. Game previews. It's Who hard. Picked, to, it's it's what hard. Was our to, original pick on the Seahawks. The original pick. Hold on. It's loading right now. Um. It's hard to go back and look at this after the Bears are playing. Well, we like had we had we had the Bears beating the Cardinals. Well, we were wrong on that. Well, yeah, I mean, I have the Seahawks. I God damn it! Kev, you had the Bears beating the Vikings on the Monday night game, and I had the Bears beating Seattle. Mm. Um, I will say this. Granted, though, I remember you know because we were saying Russell doesn't play well at the end of the season. You Seattle's know. just not good. Yeah, I think. I mean, obviously, if you go in likelihood, uh, I mean, of, I guess, let's say this year we have four wins. Are, are one, are we going to get to five? And two, what is the most likely game that we're going to get to five in? Probably I'd say the, the Giants. Giants, probably. They're bad. Yeah. yeah. They're bad. But the and Bears they get, two, they get our first round pick next year, too, which makes it even worse. Yeah. We're going to have two top five picks. I'm I, I'm not if you if, but if Fields is, ends up being a good quarterback, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's I mean that's that's like the hanging fruit right now. It's just like he better be good. Yeah. I mean, you know, you didn't trade up to. I mean, you didn't trade up one pick to get him, so you went for it. Um. So yeah, we don't think that they can. Kevin, I Kevin, I we both picked the Viking or we both picked the Bears. Fields is hurt too. Fields has an ankle injury. Dude, they shouldn't even start him. I and and Russell Wilson's hurt too, but they're both oh, like God, it sounds good. like they're both gonna play. Um, I would say that like there's 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 a blueprint to beat the Seahawks. I don't think it's gonna happen. But. Yeah, this isn't like one of the legendary Seahawks teams, you know, from five years ago. You know, where it's just like, well, we have no chance. They're pretty hurt too. Um, they're pretty, they're bad. They're, they're bad. COVID yeah. up. Hopefully. Our COVID's over uh, in the sense of how we didn't have a whole secondary. Um, Sounds like Borum is back this week. Or he's off what about, I mean, Thomas Graham? I mean, come on. Oh, Take over the game. Down. He's going to cover Metcalf and Lockett at the same time. Let's go, well. baby. That's the thing. Yeah. If you're if you're Jalen Johnson, you're going against some studs this week. Right. Lockett could be a number one on every other team. Jalen. nature. You got you got some tough company. Blueprints there, but it goes with you know. Can if thirty two gets a hundred yards, then we could probably win. I don't know. I my last two picks, I picked the Bears and I picked the Washington team, and both have lost. So I'm just not gonna stay away from football for a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, right, yeah. Kevin and I both. Kevin and I both picked the Bears to beat Minnesota. And it was the, it, oh it, no, it, it could have happened the entire game. Like there was no there was no that point. Was I was like they're out of it. No, they were never out of that game. It was just like, and like Kirk Cousins, I think had less than like 85 passing yards. And, oh, you know, no. the Bears always do play well with, um, but that was, I mean, play did, well you, against did you make that running pick back knowing, did you make that pick before knowing that we had all those dudes out though? We made it before. Okay, we made it before. So then there you yeah. go. There we you made go. it before. Our, our, and the funny thing is like, again, all the dudes that were out really 
I think it was the next day. Made no impact on the game whatsoever. No, no. No, because I, I mean, the Bears always do play well against Minnesota. Like now that they've lost two that's games, in a, field, yeah. well, back to back years now, they've lost games to the Vikings at home now on Monday night. It's just like a little frustrating. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. This isn't a good team. This, I think we're all just, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't like this 18 week schedule. I think it just drags the season out way too long. This is brutal. I, I like more football. So. I like football too, but now I think if the Bears were good, we wouldn't be complaining. I think it'd be like, all right, another game to watch. Now it's just like, oh, another game we gotta begrudgingly. Sit through. Holy yeah. hell! There's Jacksonville versus the Jets. That's a that's a good game. That's gonna be a game. Are they playing each other this week? The toilet the, bowl. The one pick versus the two pick. P and Poo going at it. Are they actually facing each other this week? Yes. Yeah. That's gonna be the worst rated game ever. Speaking or, of worst, speaking of rated games, do you guys know this was the highest rated Monday Night Football game in years? Crazy. It's like a marquee matchup. And it was one of it's the like, worst played football games. Like what made in the last what made them think years. you know Minnesota Vikings and the Chicago Bears? Everyone in America is gonna turn in on this one. Because of how bad it, we are, it was like just a big old car crash that everyone was stopping to You got to think that the NFL and all these like networks have to be rooting for like Justin Fields to be good too, because then everyone makes more money. Well, the NFL will never take the Bears off a of prime time because how much money oh, they bring. Oh, but in. I mean, the Bears with like being good and having a good quarterback offense or whatever, dude, money making machine. Then or the refs people... start making some good calls in our favor rather than oh my god the opposing team. Oh uh, well, you know I feel like we've we're, we've hit an hour of Bears talk, so why don't we just end the misery? And Jackson, you went somewhere pretty special over this past week. We yeah, a little quick review on uh, where you went. Yeah, this is not a bar review. Um, that'd be kind of cool, but it is not. Uh, Monday, I was invited to go to the White House. There's probably so, a bar in there somewhere. There's probably a bar, yeah. Or they, they add probably bars in there. Um, it was very cool. Uh, for those who don't know, I was appointed to work at the Department of Labor. Um, so all the appointees got to throughout the different departments and agencies throughout the government. So they've been doing tours um, you know, for the past like week and a half. So my time was to go at 8.30 in the morning on Monday. Um, it was pretty nice out, so it was a good walk. I live about a mile away from the White House. I go straight down 16th Street, and it's right there. Um, you had to do a bunch of security checks. I wonder why. <laughs> but I had to do like four security checks, brought my passport to make it easier. Um, it was cool. It's. Did the glove come out? Did they make you bend over? No. But I was nervous because, like, do you have your confirmation email? And I remember I did not bring my work phone with me because I'm like, I'm not bringing my work phone. Like, everyone knows at work that I'm not going to be there in the morning. Um, but I remember in the email it said nothing about confirmation emails. I'm like, um, it didn't say anything about that. But they're like, oh, okay, you should be fine. So I was a little nervous because I'm like, man, like, I'm at the game. This guy's trying to get in without confirmation email. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, damn, like. They can't turn me down. Like the so number one nervous. threat to this nation is not having your confirmation email. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it was like super decorated in there for Christmas themes and 
Um, they is, have, it big, is it bigger or smaller than you'd expect? Completely smaller. It's yeah. really not that big of a building. Like the West Wing, House of Cards, any po- political show or president, you know, movie. No, it's not that big. It's it's very small. Um, so we did the East Wing. You come in. So the East Wing uh, is closer to like if you're looking at if you're looking at the front of the White House, it's to your left. Um, the West Wing, where the act- where the president is, it'll have like a large executive building off to the side of it. That's where most staffers are. So like staffers really don't work in the West Wing. So that show again is not. Accurate. The East Wing is actually where the offices are for the First Lady. And on the back part of that, that's where you enter through security. And it's actually also the back part of the main Treasury building. So Treasury, the original Treasury building is right next to the White House. So you kind of like walk through the back part of that. Um, But it was cool. Like they had a bunch of like bands playing like Christmas music and stuff. It was very festive. I got to see some friends. Um... It was it was kind of it was surreal because you walk through all the rooms that you see like on Google and and in movies and TV shows like this is the green room. This is the blue room. This is the east room. This is the state room. Um, and they have like facts and you see like all the presidential portraits um, down the main hallway. And it was a self-guided tour. So they kind of like zig you in and out the main hallway. It has. All the modern day presidents from like Eisenhower and or, no, I think it was from like Roosevelt on to uh, Bush is the last one up there. So they don't have Obamas yet. They don't have Trumps and they don't have Bidens up. Um, and I think you don't get your presidential portrait until like six or seven years after you're out of office. I read. Um, so the, Bush is the last one who's up. Um but the scene in, in House of Cards, I do remember, which where, you know, Tim, you might remember this, where he gets shot and he comes back and he looks at Reagan and he goes, you're only smiling because, you know, we both lived. And the other one like, it's facing Kennedy. That is right. So Kennedy's portrait is facing Reagan's in the White House. Mm-hmm. Um, the state room where you see Lincoln's is pretty cool because that's where like they have like a lot of events like that's where the teams go and stuff like the big state dinners fun fact about the lincoln portrait the one where he's like doing this that was actually never the official portrait of lincoln so lincoln never got a a true portrait the one that and they set up a contest that one actually took second place so robert lincoln lincoln's oldest son bought it it was the first place a nude photo I, I hope so. A nude portrait? Or like he's holding the top hat like over his, <laughs> you know, privates. Um, and then Robert Lincoln then donated that portrait to the White House. Um, but it's cool. Um, a lot of history. You could definitely feel it. Um, <clears throat> no one can go upstairs because that's where the private suites are for the first family. Um, yeah, where I was there for like 45 minutes. And it was weird because there's one part in my pictures where you're looking out. And you can like see the South Lawn, you know, it's it's but it's really not that big. It's really not that big. I mean, I walk up to the White House all the time and, you know, it looks bigger. But when you're actually inside no. It, it, I mean, it's pretty cool, like Secret Service around and like there's dogs like you, you screw up, you know, <laughs> they're, they're going to take you out. And I did not. Tim texted me this like that morning. 
I did not see the new presidential dog. No commander. Did not see commander. There is Damn. a new German Shepherd. So there's now two new German Shepherds on the White House, but I did not see them. And I guess I, I saw Twitter like maybe an hour after I got home. Like, oh, where's Major? Major's in Delaware. Where um, is he? He hasn't been on camera. Where is he? He's got to get his temper under control. Um, Seriously? But, yeah, he, he bites people and jumps around. That doesn't mean he needs to get kicked out. Where that's is called he? A do- that's a dog. That's called a dog. <laughs> you, know, if, if Putin, if, you know, if, if, if Putin came to visit, I'd be like, hey, Vladimir. Here's, no taxes here's, until Major's allowed back. Here, here's Major. <laughs> Putin, meet, meet Major for a little bit. Go play with him. Um but yeah, I was just like, damn, that would have been so cool to see like the dog in the South Lawn like running around. But did not see Commander. But it's it's very cool. I will definitely give the White House, you know, five out of five stars. Five out of five Capitol buildings. Capitol buildings, yeah. Hey, that's awesome, man. Make it your we're going to White House, getting tours, and in my job, uh, there was poop on the floor in one of the bathrooms. So there you I go. I like to think someone did poop at the white house at one time you know i think gerald ford could have pooped his pants at the white house for sure beer beer and cheese diet will do that to you yeah all right well uh you got some power rankings uh some christmas guys i gotta i gotta stop you for a second why i got some bear news (laughs) it's back baby it's been a while i have very quiet you know i've been trying to google stuff and yesterday i saw the article this morning we got a birthday we got a birthday we got a birthday we have blizzard the polar bear it's his birthday he is at the washington zoo in uh tacoma washington i would have thought you would have said he works at dairy queen that'd be awesome or he's the icy (laughs) spokesperson like doing the, <laughs> the cert- 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 loose uh, how old is he he's 26 <laughs> doctors say most polar bears live to be 22 23 and blizzard is 26 um so he's old, old he's, an old, he's an old man however if you watch the video of blizzard and i did tweet it out he got a bunch of trees to play with and carrots to eat and fish um, he got two. Sure, he just wants a quarterback. That's all he wants. He got two thousand pounds of ice to roll around in. That that bear was just rolling around in cubes of ice, like a good old time. So, cheers, happy birthday, Blizzard. Happy birthday, Blizz. Happy birthday, Blizzard. Happy birthday, twenty six, man. And that's the bear news. It's it's been a little rough lately. And, and we are looking for bear news. I don't you know, I don't want any of our listeners to think we're just like stopping the segment, but. Bear news is scarce, you know. It's not like they're in hibernation. Yeah, it's the, what do you expect? We're not gonna just throw out random, you know, dumb bear facts of like, oh, a brown bear was spotted in a forest. Like, no shit. Um, so we are we are always on the watch for bear news. So thank you, Jackson, for that. And once again, happy birthday, Blizzard. Now we get to our power rankings, which are Christmas themed because the holidays are coming up. And Jackson, why don't you go ahead and explain it since I believe this is this was your uh, idea. Yeah. So. Power rankings are this. What should the Bears ask Santa Claus for? They cannot be the obvious choices like a new front office, a new stadium, or a new coaching staff. What are you going to ask Santa Claus? They could be draft picks. 
They could be funny things. What are you asking for? I'll start. A win. <laughs> okay. Say I'm okay it, with them. That, I'm, I'm okay with them that winning. I'm okay with that because I think it's funnier. Santa, come on, please. That's just like that's just like asking for you're asking for socks for Christmas. That's like the equivalent of asking for just yeah. for, just one win. One like win. Putting just socks need, on your Christmas. To be list. fair, I I need some socks for Christmas, so I hope my mom sent me some socks. It's like, hey, uh, hey, son, what do you want for Christmas? Uh, some underwear would be nice. Like, oh, oh a win. Okay. Just just a, just a win. Basic win. Okay. I like it. I am going to say the first the first thing that I would like to see the Bears get for Christmas is a, a cool alternate jersey. Something that's not just like a throwback. Like I want something cool. Like something that just like goes off the grid, not you know just an orange shirt. I want something just get a little crazy with it just it could suck and it could be a one one-time thing i just want them to wear some cool jersey one time okay i i will say this i am done with the orange jersey yeah like replace the orange jersey with Take something the that's orange like jersey out but the ones obviously on monday night those are sick yeah jerseys. the throwbacks are cool like just like alternate i like cool. i wish they would get rid the of the numbers. orange jersey and bring back the orange block jerseys from the 40s yeah. with just the blue helmet i like those yeah they had not been good since they got rid of those, so you know maybe. But he's a, the man's asking for a new alternate. New alternate, okay, and not just like all blue like they've done before. Yeah, I like you know like the things that you see all the time in like Bleacher Report, like uh, like oh these could be alternates for the all 32 NFL teams, like something that crazy where it's like chrome helmet with like a bear like scratch mark as the helmet, just something, something out there. Just give me hey, one they're game. Gonna get, they're gonna get burned on Twitter with it. Oh, but... who cares? It'd be it'd be fun. Just okay. For one game, one game with, for that win that they that they're gonna get from Santa, they're gonna wear those Hell funky yeah. funky uniforms. Okay. Um, Santa, I would like a good strong safety. I think someone who could just come up and make tackles consistently. Um, doesn't need to be our second round draft pick. It could be maybe a free agent who's you know fairly young. Not like not like getting like ha ha Clinton Dix and trying to make him a free safety either. So you're Give asking me. for a Christmas gift that you're gonna get like <laughs> in April? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, you know, I'm okay waiting. I'm a, I you know, I'm a patient guy. I, I like to look long long term. So I'm I'm gonna go with the strong safety. All right. Santa, please give the Chicago Bears new gloves because the ones we're currently working with on offense don't work. So new gloves, please. Or or working hands, working digits. Just not new gloves. <laughs> new gloves. <laughs> that goes for everyone. Just maybe new, you just put new everyone. They make a great stocking stuffer. And they're very yeah, easily even, easy to even, carry. Even fields for his not throwing hand. He's fumbling. New gloves, please, because the ones we got. Not working. Um, I maybe they should just go like stick them like Fred Bolitnikoff used to do, like the seventies, just be like covered in like that orange goo. Be like, hey, you're not that ball sticks to you. It ain't going anywhere. You know, if the, if the gloves ain't working, at least get them stick them. All right. Well, my number two is Santa. Please, please, if you can, if you're listening to me, please bring back the Honey Bears and give oh, the Chicago Bears was, cheerleaders. That was one of mine. That was my number one. Honey bears, honey bears. 
I know it's going to be a pain in the butt to put in your sleigh. You know, you got to also bring snacks and food to bring them to Soldier Field. But, you know, just bring back the honey bears. They've that been... was my number one shit. Okay, I can re- I can adjust. So what's your number yeah. two now, Jackson? Yeah. Got to think on the fly uh, now. My number two was expanding the south lot. Um, because if, let's say we don't move. I want to make Soldier Field like the best tailgating spot ever and let more degenerates just really get caught, allow themselves to get caught more on hot mics. Like the great Bears fan who said, after further review, we suck. Because I think when we do suck, that's when Bear fans are the best because we're just way too rowdy. So I want to see a construction project where we can just continuously expand the south lot of Soldier Field so we can be like a legendary uh, tailgating spot. I would be all for it. Santa, please, for my number one gift uh, this year, I need you to do a little overtime on this. So I need you not only to make some new stuff, but I need you to institute a recall. Uh, any hat that would be, you know, doesn't have a ceiling, uh, known also known <laughs> as a visor, Take it back. Make it a full hat. No more visors, please. Tell the elves put a stop order on any visors being made. We need a ceiling on the hat. Santa, please. Thank you. I mean, it just makes... And being in Chicago and the fact that he still wears it at this time of year, it's just... just, What are you doing? Like, it's cold. (laughs) Right? Is it cold back home, Kevin? Yes, it's like... It was like 20-something degrees, 28, 30 degrees today. But it's been so warm that that's 30 degrees felt really cold. So when, yeah. it, when it gets to like the single digits, it's going to be just frigid. Recall um, Santa, please. Ixnay on the Iser vase and to say. That's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, my number one is Santa, if you are if you can hear me, please, Staley, you're a great mascot. Give us an actual bear as our mascot that just parades along the sideline. Back of the end zone. It could, it, you know, how Benny the Bull sometimes goes into the crowd and like dumps popcorn on people. Have the actual bear in the stands. Eat people's popcorn. <laughs> yeah, eat people's popcorns. You could chuck hot dogs at them. Like that would be a big thing. Just you don't have to come up with that name. Take shits on, on the Packer fans that <laughs> yeah. show up at Soldier Field. Yes, does all of his business on the opposing team sidelines next to their like Gatorade and like the the, the heaters and in, in the wintertime. Drop dookies next to the heaters. Good they shit it up. You know, it's like in college football, like, you like know, because, yeah, they have like the regular bulldog mascot, and then they have Ugga just hanging out in a kiddie pool all day. Like, but, and bear man, should... bear man could be its handler with the bear arms. Yeah, that... yeah, you. I think that's a good one. Like, what you do is you get a bear. Like, you can rent them out from, like, Lincoln Park or Brookfield, like, once a weekend. I don't want to rent them out. I want one from Santa. That's ours. Well, you know, Santa gives them to us, right? Okay. He, he can retire some... at the park zoo. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, you, you put them out by the visitor. I don't want rentals from Santa. I want my own. <laughs> In, like, five years, you got to wrap it, rewrap it, and put it under the tree for him to take. Oh, no, thank cookies. you, Santa. We you want do, our own. You put them. This, isn't, put this up, isn't rent-a-center where we got to give back. You put a bear, like, in a kiddie pool because they're going to want to play around in it all day. 
you put them by the visitor's entrance when they're coming in and out so you could scare them. You're like, hey, if you're going to come here, you got to go through the bear first. Like, do you want to see him as a cub and him, like, growing up to be a bear? Full or do bear. You full like, grown bear. Full like bear. A good, no like a five-year-old bear. bear. Cubs are for the cubs. Full bear. Okay. You don't want to see him, like, become a bear. I want a big bear. I want a bear. Yeah. And I, I want him to get bigger as the season goes on. And I want him wrapped with a bow before I open it. All right, Jack, what's your number one since I took yours? If, if, unless you decide not to. Santa, switch. this is like an easy pick. I know it's never going to happen, and we alluded to this. But stop taking us off, off, us off of. Take, stop putting us on primetime games. I'm mean, tired of staying up late and watching these bums. I'm mean, tired of Twitter making fun of us all the time. We don't have a real bear on the sidelines to make things interesting or honey bears to keep us distracted. Santa like, baby, can I get the bears playing at noon? <laughs> yes, seriously. Like it sucks. Like being on the really East coast and the, the game's like done at like 1145. And I'm like, man, I'm like six beers in. I'm tired. I'm going to bed. Like, I love a good noon game. You know, oh, they're the best. Back- even even when they're even when the Bears are good, a good noon game is great. So the fact that they're bad, you know, the three thirty games like later in the season when you're good, <laughs> just hurry down the ratings tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like we can play the Jets or Jags. <laughs> yeah, like, why? Like stop putting us on prime time. Like that game against the Packers should have been flexed. The NFL knows it, but they're like, hey, we need the money, man. You know, the sad thing is that that's probably that out of all of our things might be the most unrealistic thing, gift that Santa could bring is that the Bears are going to be off of prime time. We're yeah, going to have like two. Happen. We're going to have one or two next year. We're going to have a stupid Monday night game against like the Dolphins. I mean, I, I, I don't mind it, but they need to space it out like back to back weeks on prime time. And, Especially after you just got blown out against Green Bay on Friday. Well, and then before that, you had the Thanksgiving. So it's just I'm never in a schedule. And then we don't have a noon game. It's this one. And then, you know, just. Ugh. But I, mean, I think those are some great gift ideas, at least. Do you think yeah. the honey bears would train the bear? Yes. No, no, I hope not. Well, train. Like, what do you mean train? Like be like actual trainer or like show like trainers? They put, like show trainers, like they put him in the routine at halftime. You know, they kind of like pet him. I don't want him in the routine. I want him ruining the routine. Mm. Like falling yeah. asleep or pooping. Yeah, or... I, yeah, oh yeah. I want him ruining yeah. the routine. Or dragging a Packers player ankle like to the midfield while they're performing. That'd be, That'd be great deal. too. Yeah. You know, I think the bear itself. I think you got to pay him in hot dogs and peanuts and fish and beer. Yeah. A drunk bear would be even better. He could be like the bear in the Soviet Union army. You know? He just carries all the artillery shells. That's what we can do to him. Well, I, if all these things happen, this would be a wonderful Christmas. I um, can't wait. Be- is that, you guys got anything else before we wrap up the show? No. No. Nope. Well, Merry Christmas, yes, Merry Christmas. Of Merry our Christmas. From the, from the Team Bear Sports Podcast to you at home. Merry Christmas. You can check out our Twitter. You can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And with that, 
just hope for a, a Bears win against the Seahawks for Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Hi, guys. Thank you, thank you, and go Bears! <laughs>